in a whole new way. So we're, we're kind of excited about that. And this is our, uh, uh, our Zoom format. And so you can actually join with me if you want on Zoom and, um, and, uh, and check me out, uh, whenever you would like. So, uh, that's what I'm trying to, I'm looking at a few spots here and, and, uh, and, and I'll be getting used to this as I go. So I hope everything is working for you guys. My cat is in the back in case you, uh, wonder what that big lump in the window is. That's Gibson. And, uh, she has a tendency of getting around and moving around. We share, we share this office. This is my office. And, um, she graciously allows me in to be part of this, but welcome to our Bible Institute and, uh, we do have an online Bible Institute, in case you didn't know. I talk about it uh, fairly often when we're together at church. Uh, you can always go and check it out at onlinebibleinstitute.org. We had 1,076 students as of uh, a little while ago when I checked. And uh, and so we work on courses. Anybody can uh, go to our institute. You can earn degrees if you would like, a, a bachelor's degree or an associate's degree. It's all free. There's a uh, 120-some courses that are there from all over. Uh, different spots that uh, we've put together that you can take for free and uh, or you can just audit the courses or just you know learn and take what you want from it but uh, that's all part of what we do so currently we're working in um, the old testament and uh, we've uh, we've done two courses previously in the old testament this is our third part of our sort of old testament third survey and we're working right now through um, uh, the prophets and what we're talking about, and today I want to talk about Jonah, and uh, and so I'm I'm looking forward to doing that with you. And so I've got my my notes and my my Bible all set up here, so I'll be looking at those things. Uh, uh, we're gonna we're sort of doing a discussion now on the minor prophets, and um, they're just called the minor prophets because the books they wrote were shorter than the ones that they refer to the major prophets. The major prophets would be Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, and Daniel. Uh, Jeremiah also wrote Lamentations, so so that's in there. But the minor prophets were Hosea, Joel, Amos, uh, Obadiah, Jonah, Micah, Nahum, Habakkuk, Zephaniah, Haggai, Zechariah, and Malachi. And uh, today, as I said, we're going to be looking at Jonah. Uh, fascinating um, story. Most people have heard of the story of Jonah, uh, but it's a it's a great read. It's only four chapters long. And uh, I would encourage you to read it uh, if you haven't read it lately. Uh, Jonah prophesied in around um, his his ministry was around 782 B.C. And so um, that kind of puts that in the timeline for you of things that were going on. And uh, he, he prophesied during the time of Jeroboam II. Second uh, Kings 14 gives us a, a picture of where he was, uh, verses 23 through 25, in the 15th year of Amaziah. Son of Joash, king of Judah, Jeroboam, son of Joash, uh, Jehoash, king of Israel, became king in Samaria, and he reigned forty-one years. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord and did not turn away from any of the sins of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, which he had caused Israel to commit. He was the one who restored the boundaries of Israel from Lebo Hamath to the Sea of the Arabah, in accordance with the word of the Lord, the God of Israel, spoken through his servant Jonah, son of Amittai, the prophet from Gath Hefer. So, um, so there we, we, um, sort of get an introduction to who Jonah is and we know where he fits in the timeline of things. Now, um, some scholars believe that Jonah is an allegory. 
uh, of Israel, in effect, that didn't fulfill their calling to let the world know about God. And so they were swallowed up into exile and then spit back out again. That's the, the picture that, that some people take from that. But um, that's not certainly what I believe or that I think most scholars believe or certainly what, what uh, Jesus believed. Because Jesus re- refers to this story quite often in, um, in his teaching in Matthew 12, 38 through 41. It says, then some of the Pharisees and teachers of the law said to him, teacher, we want to see a miraculous sign from you. And he answered, a wicked and adulterous generation asked for a miraculous sign, but none will be given it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of a huge fish, so the son of man will be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh will stand up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, for they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and now one greater than Jonah is here. And again in Matthew 16, 4, a wicked and adulterous generation looked for a miraculous sign, but none will be given it except the sign of Jonah. Jesus then left them and went away. Luke eleven twenty nine through 32, as the crowds increased, Jesus said, this is a wicked generation. It asked for a miraculous sign, but none will be given it except the sign of Jonah. For as Jonah was a sign to the Ninevites, so also will the son of man be to this generation. The queen of the south will rise at the judgment and the men of this um, generation and condemn them for she came from the ends of the earth to listen to Solomon's wisdom. And now one greater than Solomon is here. The men of Nineveh will stand up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it for they repented at the preaching of Jonah. And now one greater than Jonah is here. So um, Jesus certainly refers to the story as it's a true account. And um, we certainly believe it's a true account as well. These are events that actually happen. Um, you know, a lot of times people are like, can't, can't buy into the story of Jonah. Um, you know, and they say things like, you know, there's no way that, uh, there's a fish that could swallow a person whole. And, um, I certainly believe that there is. And, um, and then, you know, that they couldn't survive through three days, uh, in the belly of a fish. But I, I, I certainly believe that's very possible with God and, uh, the things that he can do. So let's look uh, into the story of Jonah here just for a moment. Jonah, uh, introduces us we're introduced him to him this way jonah 1 1 through 1 and 2 the word of the lord came to jonah son of amitai go to the great city of nineveh and preach against it because its wickedness has come up before me so god tells jonah to go uh to nineveh and to preach um the to them to repent because um nineveh is a horrible wicked place but jonah won't go he actually goes in the opposite direction um, because here's the funny part. He actually believes that, uh, if, uh, he goes and tells the Ninevites about God, that they will repent and, and that God will spare them. And Jonah hates them and doesn't want God to do that. So he goes in the other direction, verse three of chapter one, but Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed for Tarshish. He went down to Joppa where he found a ship bound for that port. And after paying the fare, he went aboard and sailed for Tarshish to flee from the Lord. So he said to God, I'm not doing that. And, uh, and so Jonah's pride, um, gets in the way of him doing what God has asked him to do. Uh, he doesn't want to go and preach repentance to the people because he, he doesn't want them to repent because he wants God to destroy them. And so, um, he, he, he gets on a ship and he heads in the opposite direction. Uh, of where he's supposed to go. And then this raging storm picks up uh, and it causes the crew to cast lots to determine that Jonah is the problem. And so they throw him overboard and he's swallowed up by a great fish. 
verse 17, Jonah, Jonah chapter one. But the Lord provided a great fish to swallow Jonah and Jonah was inside the fish three days and three nights. So Jonah's in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. While he's in there, Jonah repents for his, his sin, for his refusal to go and do what God would have him do. Uh, uh, Jonah's kind of stubborn. It took three days. So any, anyway, um, I think that's interesting. So, uh, Jonah chapter two, verse one. From inside the fish, Jonah prayed to the Lord his God, and he said, In my distress, I called to the Lord, and he answered me. From the depths of the grave, I called for help, and you listened to my cry. You hurled me into the deep, into the very heart of the seas, and the current swirled about me. All your waves and breakers swept over me. I said, I have been banished from your sight, yet I will look again toward your holy temple. The engulfing waters threatened me. The deep surrounded me. Seaweed was wrapped around my head. To the roots of the mountains I sank down. The earth beneath barred me in forever. But you thought, but you brought my life up from the pit, O Lord my God. When my life was ebbing away, I remembered you, Lord, and my prayer rose to you, to your holy temple. Those who cling to worthless idols forfeit the grace that could be theirs. But I, with a song of thanksgiving, will sacrifice to you what I have vowed I will make good. Salvation comes from the Lord, and the Lord commanded the fish, and it vomited Jonah onto dry land. So, uh, kind of an interesting thing happening there, uh, and, uh, and so that's a very cool thing, uh, to, to watch what's happening. I'm looking, I'm trying to figure out, you know, as I teach, how to sort of manage the, the whole process with, uh, with Zoom. And so I'm going to, um, turn the hosting over to my son here so he can sort of take care of it because he's on here with me. So I'm going to make him the host and uh, changing that to that. And he just hopped on. And so uh, he, there's people joining. So, so Doug, you can take care of them. Hi, Doug. And um, good, hey, good, good spin around. Anyway, I'm going to keep going and you're hosting the meeting now. So just don't mute me. Okay. But good to have you. I don't know how yeah, it looks on the, on the live stream. So how are we doing on the live stream? Is it, does it people watching it? Are they, can they see it? Yeah. There's, um, you know, there's a handful of people watching on Facebook. Uh, they can see us now. I have, okay. uh, I have the Facebook stream behind me on a laptop and it's about 30 seconds behind. So it's a little okay. disorienting, but they're seeing us both right now. Okay. Well, good. So I'm going to pick it back up and, uh, I'm just finishing Jonah 2.10 and I was kind of watching what was going on. So, uh, it's, it's interesting. So, so Jonah, uh, is, is sort of spit up onto the ground. He's vomited onto the land and then he goes, uh, into Nineveh and he leads that city in a great revival. And, and I, I'm, I've always figured that the way he enters the scene has a big impact on people listening to him. Um, because, you know, he, I would imagine he looked quite different after being inside of a fish for three days uh, and uh, that he would have been bleached or whatever. I don't know if I, I just, or, and, and it's very possible that they saw him being spit up onto the land. Uh, I just think that would accompany his message pretty well. And, and so the people of Nineveh, these wicked people listen to him and they repent and, and God spares them the judgment. Jonah three ten. when God saw what they did and how they turned from their evil ways, he had compassion and did not bring upon them the destruction he had threatened. Now, uh, Jonah, though, is not pleased by this. Uh, he's actually, he's, he's displeased. It's, it's, it's why he didn't want to go in the first place. He, he, he knew what was going to happen. He didn't want that to happen because he hated the, the, the Ninevites. And so, uh, instead of being, you know, amazed at what God has done, 
Jonah basically pouts uh, in the process. He goes and sits somewhere. And it's a great read to finish up reading the, the fourth chapter. And like I said, Jonah's a quick read. Um, God uses a wind, a vine, and a worm to teach uh, Jonah about the mercy of God. And, and uh, you know, Jonah finally gets it. But, but still, it's, a, it's an amazing story of what's going on. Now, there's some neat comparisons and contrasts between Jonah and Jesus that uh, are certainly an interesting part of the story. So I, I think I've got uh, about 10 here that I wanted to talk about. First one is this. So, so Jonah was a prophet preaching a message of repentance. Jesus also came preaching a message of repentance. So they're, they're very similar. However, here's some differences. Jonah ran from the difficult calling God gave him, but, but Jesus perfectly obeyed the Father's will and goes to the cross. So there you see a contrast. Third, Jonah slept on a ship during a storm caused by his own disobedience and then offered up his life to save those on the ship. Jesus slept on a ship during a storm, calmed the storm, and would later offer up his life to save those who were disobedient. So it's a, it's a neat sort of picture. All of these things are in there to make you think. Remember, I've told you a lot in the past when you're, when you're reading the Old Testament, always be looking for Jesus because, because it's pictures of him throughout. Fourth thing, Jonah claimed to fear the creator God who has authority on earth. Jesus is the creator God with supreme authority over all the earth as he demonstrated, you know, time and time again. Fifth, uh, Jonah spent three days inside the belly of a great fish because of his own sin. Think about that. Jesus spent three days inside the belly of the earth because of our sin. So, you know, it's a similar, but there's a big contrast in, in the differences uh, of what's taken. So Jonah was in there because of his sin, but Jesus does what he does for us because of our sin. Uh, six, Jonah knew that salvation belongs to the Lord. It's in Jonah 2.9. Um, Jesus' name means Yahweh saves, and he is the only source of salvation from the Lord. So, so there's a neat picture there. Uh, Jonah despised God for showing grace towards repentant sinners. That was the whole problem. But Jesus models God's grace toward repentant sinners. So big contrast in, in those two things. Um, Jonah lacked concern for the salvation of people from other nations, specifically the Ninevites. Jesus loved the world so much that he gave his life to ransom people to God from every tribe and language and people and nation. So here we see the amazing love of God in this process. Jonah was angry enough to die because of God's grace towards sinners. Jesus was compassionate enough to die because of his love for sinners. And so, so that's an amazing thing that's happening there. 10. Oh, and I see Georgina came on too. Hi, Pastor Georgina. So, uh, 10. Jonah cared exceedingly about a plant that provided him comfort. And, uh, Jesus cared about a whole multitude of people enough to deny himself and, and come and deny himself and his comfort to reconcile them to God. So here you see another, uh, interesting sort of, uh, contrast with what's going there. So, so those are some contrasts of things that are happening. Now, uh, some lessons that we learn from Jonah. There's, there's, there's four lessons that I think are really important. First one is this. God will save anyone. See, see, that's the heart of God. God wants people to come to know him. That's that, how much God loves the world. He gives everybody an opportunity to come to know him. And it's a, that's a, it's, it's a very important thing uh, that needs to happen. And, and we need to be aware of that. So, so this picture is a, this whole story is a picture of that. 
Secondly, another important lesson. God is patient with Jonah. Uh, you know, and, and I'm so thankful for God's patience. I, I don't know about you, but, but, uh, uh, you know, I'm glad that he's patient with me because I, I, I need it. Uh, his constant patience because I'm a, I'm a work in progress. And, um, you, you know, uh, <laughs> Jonah's such a picture of that. I just, I, I, you know, and I love, don't you love that about the Bible that, uh, it's not just all the, the good things that people do that are in there. It's their mess too. Uh, and, and that God still uses them in their mess. I'm, I'm very thankful for that, that God uses me, uh, you know, in spite of my mess and can use me in the process and that he's very patient with us and, and, and the way that he works with us. Third, big lesson. People are saved by God's grace. That's the whole thing. It's not by works. It's not by how good we are. It's not our performance. It's always his grace. There's, it's his grace that does it from beginning to end. Jonah 4.2. He prayed to the Lord, O Lord, is this not what I said when I was still at home? That is why I was quick to flee to Tarshish. I knew that your gracious and compassionate God, slow to anger and abounding in love, a God who relents from, solend- uh, from sending calamity. Um, God is gracious. He's an amazing, amazingly gracious God. Second Peter three, nine. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promises. Some understand slowness. He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. So that this is beautiful picture of, of, uh, of who God is and what he's doing. And then, uh, fourth lesson. God wants us to care about all people. That's, that's the heart of God. That's, that's what he's looking for in his kids. He wants us to care about folks, all folks. We, we're not to look down on folks. We're, we're not to, um, think that we have it all figured out and, and we're the only ones, uh, we're to continue to press in to him knowing that, uh, that he, he loves people, that he loves us. And it's because he loves us that, that we can, we can love others. And it's a really important thing for us to get a hold of. Uh, that, that, uh, he, he wants us to love that way. He wants us to live our lives concerned for and caring about people. He, he, um, that needs to be, you know, that's our mission. We're ambassadors here, right? He made us his ambassadors and we're to, we're to share this amazing good news. We're people of good news and, and that, that we have this, this good news. We have this gospel. We, we, we understand, um, what he's done for us. And he wants us to share that with folks. And, and in order to share that gospel, we have to love people. Well, we, we have to care about people. Uh, and, and so, you know, look for opportunities to care for people here right now. You know, we're spending, uh, we said we have two big outreaches every week that we're trying to do just to bless the people in our community because, um, God loves them and we want to demonstrate that love to them. And, and so, um, you know, we're, we're, we're doing these outreaches where we give away these meal kits and we're giving away paper towel and toilet paper because people can't get those things right now. And it's neat to see how many people are coming by that, that we get just to love a little bit. And, and, you know, we do that. We want to bless them and meet them where they're at. But our hope is that, that at, at, at a time we're, we're able then to, uh, tell them why we do these things and tell them about Jesus and tell them about his love for them and share that amazing story of good news of what God has done of what Jesus has done. And that, um, you know, his message has, has been one of repentance and, and, uh, uh, that, that, you know, to, to repent is just us realizing that we've been going in our own way and that we need to turn and go God's way. 
and and you know we we uh we ask him to forgive us for our mess and and then invite Jesus to be our lord and savior and as we do that we find life and and that's how we engage in the good news and then we're to share with others that that you know that good news is is really that that simple story that that Paul shares with us that that you know Jesus um, willingly went to the cross and and according to the scriptures and he 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 gives his life there and he dies and then he defeats death and he rises again according to the scripture and that that's the story that people need to hear and respond to that's the good news that that gives people life and so um that's the uh the story of of Jonah and and again I would encourage you to read that and look at that and uh I I can see here Doug I hope you're still listening that we've got a few people on now and um, yeah. if if you want to um... open we're still learning Zoom, so what would happen is people would join the room and then they'd show up on the stream. So I was like, well, oh. they probably don't want to be broadcasted. So, <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I'm actually going to go ahead and turn them on. Like turn Georgina on. popped in. Yep. I saw that. And then if if any of them have any questions, they can go ahead and ask me. And uh... my my wife even popped in too. I saw and her. I think, yeah. Yeah, I think she turned it off knowing she was on the broadcast. How's it going, Georgina? excited yeah well good so much fun good so nice to have you here and i see ralph there hey ralph how you doing hi ralph good to good to have you on you're on now so uh i'm glad you tuned in you're you're on the you're being you're part of the broadcast man you're you're now on the broadcast team so uh, so and we're learning zoom as doug said so we're going to take a few minutes just to just to keep messing with this um so, so Doug, when I'm talking, I'm still the one that's on the on the Facebook Live thing. I uh, let me see. I think we're all on the screen right now. Oh, good. That's how this works. Um, there's there's a couple different views, right? There's speaker view, so I could probably do this. And now I think it should be you on the screen. Okay, well um, you're talking more than me, but it's okay. Well, so, okay. Well, I'm probably on the screen, but that's not the worst thing in the world. No. <laughs> there you go. So, so listen, those of you who have been listening, does anybody, any of you guys got a question for me or anything about, uh, about Jonah or what happened or a comment or something that speaks to you out of that story? Um, I put you on the spot. Well, I'd like to comment. Go ahead, Georgina. Well, something from what I did the outreach and, you know, we usually try to that doesn't sound confusing, Mom. The tree, a lot of times I think, I feel like I can understand Jonah's desire and sadness over his little tree that God had provided him just withering away to nothing. I don't know if you you know. And I'm like, oh, I can see why he was so upset that he didn't have shade anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, then, And that's a funny story, how he gets yeah. so mad about that vine. And God says, you know, but you didn't make the vine. Yeah. And uh, he was trying to teach them about, about you know, mercy. Yeah, yeah, that he, he cared more about that than he did about the Ninevites. So. Yes, much more, because it was about him. Yeah. yeah. It's a great, chapter four is a great yeah. finish in that. And, uh, and so, so that's cool. Well, good. Good thing. Anybody else? Douglas, you're smiling up there. What's going on? I'm just, uh, muting people. You know, it's, it's automatically picking up audio levels, right? So it'll cut to, uh, Brian. How's it going, Brian? Hey. So Brian made the stream a couple times. I think yeah. somebody knocked on Ralph's door. It showed up. So, uh, yeah. the, the automatic switching is kind of funny sometimes. So, so I think we'll go back to, uh, gallery view. Yeah. Well, so and, and you know, everybody. probably 
the the thing will be as we figure this out and we're going to get better at this we'll get we'll get way more polished and and so if you're watching us on facebook or any of the other streams hey we're we're just going for it and we're figuring it out so hopefully you got the most of it probably you have to mute everybody but me uh, and then and then if they have something to say they'll have to raise their hand and then oh, well they they there's a there's a chat ralph and uh brian do you guys know how to use the chat in zoom I can hear you, but I don't have volume, so I'm working on that right now. Okay, so I'm just going to go ahead and mute that. And I think, Brian, you might have a show or something. Yeah, go ahead and we can hear that. Mute Brian, too. But if he wants in, he can chat or he can raise his hand. Yeah, I think chat questions are going to uh, be the way to go. I'm sure glad glad they signed on, though, so that we could could check this out. Yeah, part of the team. Yeah, we've been using Zoom a little for some meetings, but this is a, we've just really kind of are launching our new Zoom meetings, uh, and we'll be advertising this next week, but there'll be Zoom meetings throughout the week. And, um, the, so like on, uh, on uh, Monday evenings, Pastor Georgina is going to do a, a, a Bible, the book study coming up starting next Monday at seven. And, um, also on, on Tuesday mornings, my wife is going to lead a prayer meeting time at nine o'clock. I think she's going to do that with Pastor Angie. And then uh, Tuesday evenings, Alicia is going to do a women's Bible study called Surrendered. And that's going to start next Tuesday. Wednesdays, I'm going to do this. <laughs> a friend just walked by Shirtless. on the live stream. Right. Yep. <laughs> Pastor Fran. Pastor, Pastor Fran. Yeah. <laughs> That's good good with, job now. The Zoom. Yep, a whole can, uh, bunch of uh, people that are watching this are just got a good look at Fran. Loud and proud, baby. Uh, yeah. And then uh, um, uh, Thursdays, they're going to do a, a young adult meeting at 7. And um, I think I'm missing some. And we're going to add a men's Bible study in a couple of weeks on Monday. And we'll add be adding more Zoom meetings. So there'll be lots of opportunities. Now, th- those all won't be streamed like this one. Uh, so they'll be a little more private. But um, people can engage and spend time and talk. And I think it will just be really helpful at a time like this to have more opportunities to gather. So uh, so we got that going on. And then this one we're going to stream and, and uh, try and get people more engaged. And, and hopefully we'll tune it up. But it works good for the Online Bible Institute uh, and just having this format. It's actually something I've always wanted to be able to do was have this kind of interaction. Uh, and so it's it's sort of pushed us in that direction. And my cat's happy about it too. She's, I know he's very entertaining. Yeah, yeah. the cat's a large cat, so <laughs> she's she's up there. She's got the best view in the house. I made her that shelf so she could stare out that window, and she does that for long periods of time. Yeah, and looks uh, <laughs> outside. So, um, so yeah, that's that's kind of what we're gonna do. So I hope that uh, some folks stuck with us on Facebook and. I hope that uh, as we continue to get a little better at this, you'll stick in and not only watch on Facebook, but join us for for uh, for the Zoom uh, chats. And afterwards, we'll have time for questions and what's going on and be praying for us. And, you know, we're we're certainly hoping to be able to start gathering here on the weekends soon um, when it's safe. And um, we'll start doing that again. We've got a made a lot of uh, already changes inside the sanctuary. We've taken out half the chairs. And now all the rows are six feet apart and everything's cleaned and we're, we're just waiting on, on, you know, them to tell us go. But in the meantime, um, it's been great to see folks Wednesdays and Saturdays from nine to 11 at our outreaches. They've been very successful. We gave away, um, almost 300 meals again today, meal kits. And each one of those kits feeds four people. 
So we're feeding lots of folks and we gave away rice and pasta and toilet paper and paper towel. And, and, uh, you know, we've been blessed that we've been able to, you know, provide those things for people. We've been out purchasing those items. And, um, at this point now we've given away tons of rice and tons of pasta and lots of toilet paper. It takes, I don't know when you get to a ton finally on toilet paper, but, uh, well, look, Alicia's here now too. Yeah. Hi, I have hi, to, I unmuted Alicia. You unmuted Alicia, so Alicia can say hello. Hi. There she is. I was telling them about our giveaways. I also said that you were starting a Zoom meeting on Tuesday nights at 7 at Women's Bible Study, right? Yes. Hold on. Somebody else wants to say hi. Oh, hi there. (laughs) Everybody can play on Zoom. She said hi. (laughs) Hey, so, so your, Alicia, your, your Women's Study is going to be on what? What's it called? Tuesday nights on seven and it's hey, going to be called surrendered. It's a six Good. week Bible study um, on Jesus in the wilderness and how living like Jesus can apply to today to surrender. Cool. All right. Yeah. And Georgina's book is Beth Moore's book, right? Mm-hmm. Did you tell us about that? And it's just a reminder how we are meant to live very fruitful lives, even in, in the situation that we're in, God wants us to be fruitful, and the fact that He can use everything for His good and and it's all purposeful is just going to be very encouraging. Okay, very cool. Looking forward to that. Yeah. And Doug's thinking up some ideas. He's going to start T- doing a tomorrow morning. We have the second episode of our new podcast too, <laughs> of Hello Vineyard, Dad and I. So, oh, that's right. That's very cool. yeah. yeah. I just I only I only sent you notes and have reminded you several times. But uh no that'll be good. We're gonna have Chef Matthew Slattery on the show with us because uh he was part of the inspiration for the Hello Vineyard meal giveaway. So that'll be good. I got a few uh questions primed up. We're getting the social media stuff in, so you can just comment on Facebook. You don't have to hop on a Zoom call to be a part of that, but you can still be a part of it too. So that'll be fun. Yeah, and we live stream that podcast too, right? That that Yes, it'll be on the Facebook page and all that stuff Thursday morning or Thursday afternoon at one. So good. Yeah, I forgot about that until you just said it. Yeah, that's good. So that won't be a Zoom meeting, but that's a new thing that we're doing that we're really looking forward to. Yeah, that'll be fun. Good. And then you're also thinking about uh, doing a Zoom meeting at some point in time. We haven't figured out exactly what. Yeah, uh, we got a we got a few ideas. Maybe we'll do like a Hello Vineyard post show or something. That might be fun. Oh, that would be fun. He has a great title for a meeting, Douglas does. He just doesn't know what to do with the upper Zoom. Instead of the upper room. Isn't that great? Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. All right. Well, and there goes Fran again. (laughs) The Zoom meeting was your idea, Dad. So uh, you you get to take all the credit. All right. Well, um, nice to have everybody online. We're going to be done for the day. And uh, thanks for coming in. And I hope to see you again soon. And if you're still watching on Facebook, thanks for doing that. God bless you guys. Douglas, your host. And they-